As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Hello and welcome to this edition of the On Farm podcast. I'm Anna Davis. We are taking time this week to reflect back on the brilliant Helping It Happen Awards, which took place recently, organised by Scottish Land and Estates. It was a brilliant awards night. I was lucky to be there. And as you would expect, after two years of no event or no in-person event, the glitz and glamour was amazing and thoroughly enjoyable. The evening overall celebrated people and teams from across estates, farms and rural businesses who in various ways have been doing brilliant work to help rural Scotland to thrive. I was able to grab a few chats as the evening went on and we think it gives you a fairly good flavour of what the awards are about and showcases some of the work that not just winners but many many people who entered the awards have been doing on behalf of the Scottish countryside. You can find out more if you just simply google Scottish Land and Estates and head over to their website where um, all of the finalists and winners have been showcased. But this episode is an audio showcase of some of the conversations that I had on the night. And um, I don't know about you, but um, it gave me a real lift. I think hearing some of the really positive stories from across rural Scotland and from many different sectors um, is great for giving you a boost and making you feel positive about everything that's going on in the countryside. My name is Luke Cummins. I'm director of Tweed Forum and I'm representing the Falago Environment Fund. And you are, your project is one of the finalists in the Helping It Happen Awards tonight. So can you tell us a little bit about it and, and why you're here? I can do, yes. So we're nominated under the community category because we run a environment funds, a community fund derived from the Falago Wind Farm on I behalf see. of Roxburgh Estates and EDF. Mm-hmm. And we give out monies to good causes. And this particular project was about improving access during um, COVID and post-COVID for local communities because the footpath network was under immense pressure. You know, there was some unprecedented usage uh, as people wanted to get out and about. The funding helped upgrade paths, you know, build, replace bridges, do resurfacing gates, and so benefited a huge number of communities across the Scottish borders. Have you had very positive feedback from the communities who you set Absolutely. out to? Yeah. to as help? soon as we launched the, the, this sort of bespoke fund, it was you know inundated with applications, and it was 100% grants, you know, small but quick fire. Just get them out the door and get get the work done as soon as possible. And presumably, it's also a long-term investment because it might have been brought about by COVID, but this is actually going to help the community for decades to come. They can get absolutely, yeah. And what, I think what we've seen, and we've had a lot of feedback, is that a lot of people that may not have used the local footpath network started using it 
during COVID and have kept it up, you know. Yes, and yes. Back, and there's enormous sort of health benefits from that. Oh, hugely. Uh, um, and particularly during COVID, it was, um, you know, the sort of uh, mental health sort of aspect of it was um, yeah. really important. Yeah. You know, you can hear the background noise here. We're here in here amongst hundreds of people at the Helping Out Award celebrating successes of projects like this. But how do you think that kind of celebration of success and almost the recognition helps a project like yours? Is it, is it important or maybe maybe not important? You know, how do you feel about that? I think it's it's always good, particularly the people that you know are working to make it happen. You know, and we've got a table with all the people that work hard to do the job. So I think that it's a reward for that. I think it's good that just, um, you know, Scottish Land and the States are, you know, helping create a podium for a lot of this good work. I mean, Tweed Forum's a charity that works with landowners. That's our raison d'etre. And, um, you know, we can't do anything without landowners. So their cooperation and goodwill is, is pretty fundamental. And presumably with a project of that size, there are a lot of people who deserve thanks and I guess tonight is a part of that is to yes. to reward them and thank them for the yeah, contribution yeah. that they've made to their community. Indeed, yeah, it's not only just the funders of the project, it's also the people that sit on the we've got a fund management group which makes, you know, decisions on applications and um, they work on a voluntary basis and they're drawn from, you know, people in the borders and they give their time freely. So it's a way of saying thanks yeah. to them. Good. And I think after so long, it's nice to be out and about and have the chance to celebrate in person. My name's Kirsty Ritchie and I'm from Mind and Mission. My name's Morna Ronnie and I'm from the People Portfolio. Ladies, you are two of the team who deliver the Be Your Best Self programme, which is a programme for women in agriculture. And you are finalists in the education category, aren't you? So, Kirsty, I'll come to you first. What does it feel like to be here, all dressed up, out at an evening that's all about celebrating success? Well, I'll be really honest with you, it's the very first time I've ever been at an awards event like this. I spent 25 years in corporate land and this wasn't the norm for us. So just to be in this position is, it's really quite a privilege and it's, it's lovely to be able to mix with other people and understand a bit more about the industry and to uh, yeah, enjoy the evening. And this, this programme, it's a government-funded programme, but it's all about working with ladies, women, who work within the rural and the agri-sector to build their confidence and, I suppose, give them the belief that they can do whatever they want to do. And so, Mona, why do you think being nominated in an award like this is helpful towards that overall ambition? Yeah, I think if we can be sort of role models of that almost, I mean, what would be fantastic is in future years if we see some of our participants receiving these awards, that would be the overall aim. So if we go first and, and set the tone and show them that it can be done, then hopefully they'll follow suit. Yeah, because I think there are a lot of people out there who work really hard, often going unrecognised, and it's just really about saying hey, these are the things that are happening and the people deserve a bit of a pat on the back. And and even to be a finalist in these awards is, is phenomenal. But I suppose you, you are here representing the group, but we've got ladies, Louise, um, Nikki, others at home who have also played a massive part in this. And I suppose even vicariously, it's nice for them to kind of be represented and to, for their hard work to go to be recognised I suppose absolutely and if they could be here they would one of the things for us as well is 
it validates the hard work that we put into the programme, the passion that we put into this programme. We were unbelievably proud of it when we submitted it in the first place. And to have come this far and to now be nominated, even just to get this far, is we're, we're incredibly proud. And I suppose indirectly, it's also recognition of the hard work that the participants put in. You know, you've already had dozens of people go through the programme and it's not finished yet. You've got dozens more who will go through the programme. And I suppose it, it kind of validates them as well and it proves to them that what they're involved in is something that can really make a difference to their lives. Absolutely. And you, you're right, we're about halfway through the programme. Uh, so. We've got another five groups to take through it and we're still recruiting, so if anyone wants to take part, they should get in touch. Excellent sales pitch. Thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> Hi, I'm Julia Lato. I work in the rural team within Scottish Enterprise. And Julia, you are one of the judges of these very prestigious awards, is that right? Yes, I am. I absolutely love it. So you're now surrounded by people who you've read about their projects, you understand what they do, you and I are in a privileged position that we know who's won and we just can't tell anybody. But how does it feel to be here surrounded by all of these amazing people who've done such brilliant things? It feels a real privilege. This year's entrance was absolutely outstanding. And because of what we're all going through and what we've came through recently, I cannot believe the quality that I read this year and it just blew me away. And it's nice to actually be here and see people and look them in the eye and experience the, the successes all together, isn't it? Absolutely. It's incredible to, to all get together once again. It's necessary. Being face-to-face, -face, being amongst people and, and chatting and hearing people's stories is so important. It is. And we're going to hear a lot more because... We, don't even, we haven't even had any of the announcements yet, so there's a lot more to come. But I'll leave you in peace now. Enjoy your meal. Thank you, Anna. And I'm sure you'll be clapping louder than everybody else when they announce Very it. much. Every year is an incredibly tough task for us in the judging panel. And as we clearly highlighted tonight, the standard of entries this year was really pretty high. All of you are deeply deserving of recognition for your inspiring projects. And I hope that you've enjoyed your evening celebrating your achievements. I would like to take a uh, moment to thank my fellow judges for their time and commitment in selecting our finalists this year. Good evening, I'm Charlie Russell and I'm a member of the Fads Breeders. We are a collection, a, a collaboration between four dairy farmers in the southwest of Scotland. We all farm similar systems, grazing cows calving them in the spring and what we've done is we've built up a bank of genotypes which SRUC have analysed for us to do predictions and that allows us to predict obviously what our future generations of cows will be able to produce. So it's all about maximising yield, efficiency etc etc. Tell me a bit more about well, I suppose it's goal. about optimising it. So what we want to do is have a cow that suits our environment so we can produce a cow that is efficient from the nitrogen point of view, from a methane point of view, but yet produce a human consumable protein, which most of our milk actually goes to cheese production. And you could just carry on doing that and improve what you're doing without coming to a fancy black tie dinner, but you have come to a fancy black tie dinner and you've 
come away with an award. Yeah. What, what do you think that means in terms of what you're trying to achieve to get that recognition? Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're absolutely chuffed with the recognition we've got tonight. It's fantastic from a collaboration thing where we've worked with years with SRUC and SAOS, real recognition towards Hamish Walls and Professor Mike Coffey. And I think what it does is it shows that there's real momentum building in what we're doing. The more genotypes that we can build into the system, the more accuracy we can do, the more predictions we can do, and ultimately that can get rolled out to the benefit of other farmers. I'm back with Kirsty and Mona, and um, we spoke to them earlier on. They were like excited to be here and excited to be nominated, and now you guys are excited because you've won. How does it feel? Yeah, fantastic. I think as you go through the evening, you convince yourself that you haven't won, so it was a real treat to to win and such a lovely award as well. My heart was beating out of my chest. Can't actually believe how nervous I was. And I think that sort of is testament to how much we put into it and how much we, not as much of the recognition, but just that validation of, I guess what I said earlier, that passion, what we've put into it and to know that other people value what we do yeah. is, is pretty special, yeah. But Kirsty, here's a difficult question. You and Mona both kind of said that you weren't expecting to win. Now, you've been working with a whole bunch of women in agriculture. Do, do you think that's our default position, that we all just don't expect that we're going to win? And then something happens and we do win. You know, Do you think maybe we all need to learn a lesson from this and be a bit more optimistic? Absolutely. And I could go into the psychology of it all, but I won't. But it is absolutely our default. We prepare for the worst because that's much easier to cope with. So we hope for the best. And, it, and it's happened and it's fabulous and I'm so proud. And I can't wait to tell everybody that we've been with so far on this journey because it's theirs as well. It's their award as yeah. well. But do you think it might give them, not a lesson because that's patronising, but do you think it might give them a bit of an eye-opener in terms of being optimistic and expecting the best instead of expecting the worst? I hope so. And, and you know, Kirsty and I are not from this sector, so it shows as well that you can do things that are out of your comfort zone. So I hope they'll that'll resonate with some people. But I think genuinely we read the other finalist nominations and we're really impressed. So, you know, it's fantastic to, to come out on top. And actually, even, even if you hadn't won, you were still in a room full of amazing projects. So it's, that's kind of a lesson in, like, just give it a go. You don't know if you're going to win or if you're not going to win, but just sometimes we've just got to bite the bullet and just give it a try. Yeah, amazing projects. And I think the whole piece itself has taught us so much about the industry itself, about the people that are in the industry that are incredible, the passion and the, the ideas, the inspiration that has come out of even just the project that we're doing. My name is Sergin Ling and I'm the Chief Executive of Scottish Land and Estates. So we're here, it's a live event for the first time in three years, we've got quite a few happy faces. How does it feel to be back in the healthier happenings? Well I think as you can hear from the noise around us Anna, there's a real buzz <laughs> to the room. I think everyone is not just overjoyed to be back together, but to get a chance to celebrate rural success. It's been you know, so many challenges that the sector's faced. But tonight we've seen the resilience and the inspirational activity that's happening day in, day out across Scotland. And it's 
for you and I, it's a bit of a relief that we're no longer holding these massive secrets that everybody's trying to get out of us. Oh my goodness, I know. <laughs> Even tonight, I sort of said to somebody, well done. And it's just like, oh, and I sort of said, on being a finalist kind of thing. But, but no, it's, it's been fantastic. And it really was, you know, I really mean it when I say it was a tough job for the judging panel. Yeah. And, you know, year on year, the quality of the, you know, the application just gets higher and higher. So, like you said in your finishing statement, even now, people can start thinking about next year's awards and start writing notes, making nominations, because it's kind of never too early. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've not formally opened for nominations. We'll do that in 2023. No. But send us your ideas, you know, scribble it down, what you're doing, your neighbours are doing, and start to think about, you know, the, the, the people are doing, the, you know, things to help it happen across Scotland. Don't, don't wait. You know, get, get your ideas down now. But, yeah, 2023 is going to be even better. My name is Ian Robertson. I am Chief Executive of Countryside Learning Scotland. Ian, you are sitting with a beautiful trophy in I front am. of you. I am, I am, um, yes. Can you tell me a bit about the trophy and a bit about why you've won it and a bit about how it feels? Well, it feels fantastic. It's the first award we've had as a young organisation. No way, really? Yeah, absolutely. It's for a very important product of our Pathways to Rural Work project, which is about getting young people in Scotland into rural careers across a diverse range of careers from wreck adventure traditional land use environmental but this one specifically is for ADHD youngsters and we're trying to engage as many businesses as possible to accept young people and to get these young people working in the rural environment. Uh, some of the traits of ADHD lend themselves tremendously to rural jobs and we have to sell that to our businesses and make them aware of how easy it is to employ these people. And it's quite a young project is that right? It is yes we're just still in the process of fundraising. The project is written uh, we have Perth Grammar School involved as a pilot school. We have NFU Mutual Perth are our major sponsors and they've put some serious money into the project and are supporting it with their businesses on their books. We have a seminar on the 14th of November to engage these businesses. We hope they'll, they'll come on board with us to support these young people. So yeah, early days, we have run two or three events with the kids. The, the kids are really excited by it uh, and the school is just think it's fantastic. So we're really pleased with it so far. You must have captured imaginations already, given that you know you've barely got started, and yet you've got this beautiful trophy in front of you. Yeah. What is it? Do you think that has captured imaginations so early on? Well, I think two things. One is that rural businesses are under serious pressure for for engaging and employing young people. There are not enough young people aware of what's available to them. Rural skills and rural jobs have been traditionally engaged for non non academic young people, where in fact, as you know, there's a huge range of very highly academic jobs in the rural sector. So businesses need to recruit, they're crying out for good young people, young people need to know more about this, teachers need to know more about this, and this is all part of the programme is to, to engage businesses, teachers, schools, to incorporate young people into that rural sector. And actually if you speak to a lot of rural business owners you'll realise that there is a massive issue with recruitment at the moment, a huge number Absolutely. of businesses are really struggling. So. Yeah. How can this help to kind of plug that gap? Well, we, what we hope to happen is through a progressive programme. So we're looking at awareness phase in the early secondary school. So we're not focusing on primary schools. It's focused on secondary one, two and three, giving young people as many opportunities to try different careers and different opportunities in that phase. The ones who do engage, we then hope to bring them into placement projects, work experience with local businesses. And then the transition phase, which is the third part in senior school, to get these young people then into jobs, into further education and into apprenticeships and pre-apprenticeships. So it's a really progressive programme through schooling 
So hopefully in two or three years' time we'll have some really good case studies of young people who have progressed into this with ADHD. And what you're doing is amazing regardless of any recognition. Yeah. So why do you think it's special that you're sitting here surrounded by 200 people with a beautiful trophy sitting in front of you? Well, you know, we try and stay as apolitical as possible as an organisation. As we all know, there's a lot of politics within the rural sector and the pressures that are on from out with politically and otherwise. Our role here is to neutralise that and to talk to young people about what's going to be coming in the future for them. So part of our programme is about the future of rural, part of it is about the enhancement of current people unemployed in the countryside and how they've got to develop and grow with the whole process in rural. And fundamentally, the recognition from your own community, i.e. the people in this room, is first and foremost. These are our partners, these are the people we need to come and support us on this project and to deliver the specialisms within each of their silos. Superb final thoughts there from Ian Robertson of Countryside Learning Scotland. As I said, uh, probably more than once, um, it really was a fantastic night. And as Ian says, it's so great for individuals and organisations to receive recognition from their peers for the work that they're doing, and as well as the fact that they're inspiring the rest of us. So that's it for this episode. Well done and thank you again to Scottish Land and Estates and headline sponsor of the Helping It Happen Awards, Nature Scott, and all of the other sponsors uh, who you can find on their website for contributing to what was such a great event and such a superb way to show us all of the positive things that are happening in rural Scotland. Um, So thank you again to all contributors. Just a usual reminder here before I finish, On Farm is Scotland's rural podcast, where you can find us at on underscore farm uk on twitter and instagram and we will always love to hear from you as you may know on farm is made by a team at seen and heard pr and marketing and you can come and speak to us if you've got any kind of uh, pr questions we build websites we build brands we do media relations and we do a whole lot more so do get in touch if you think we can help but meantime um, i hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you again next week bye for now